0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Oh My Allergies podcast. This is your hostess with the mostest, Valencia. And if you are new here, the Oh My Allergies podcast is a podcast about all things allergies. Whether you have food allergies, seasonal allergies, skin allergies, or even your pet has allergies, Oh My Allergies is a safe space for discussions for those that need a bit of advice and support from someone who understands their struggle. Let's learn how to navigate life and learn how to thrive with our allergies together. Hey guys, welcome back to the Oh My Allergies podcast. If you aren't subscribed to the podcast already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button on your podcast po- on your podcast platform of choice. Goodness gracious, getting tongue-tied. Um, and then also make sure that you rate and review the podcast on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts because it really helps with us getting feedback from you guys, what you like, what you guys wanna see more of, um, and just get you guys' this feedback and to just help us grow our audience because Oh My Allergies is growing and we are super excited about a lot of the things that we have in the works for you guys and all of the different episodes that are coming up soon. So we're super excited. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and rate and review so you don't miss out on anything from Oh My Allergies. Also, if you don't follow... Oh My Allergies on Instagram, which you definitely should because that is really the hub of where we connect with you guys as listeners and let you guys know when there's going to be guests what episodes are coming out, if there's not gonna be an episode for a certain week. So definitely follow us on Instagram to be able to make sure that you are in the loop of what's going on. Things have been kind of crazy on my end with just like so much stuff to do for like school and like extracurriculars and with stuff at home and stuff like that. So I wanted to be able to put out um, an episode this week, but it's gonna be a mini episode, which is something that I've never done before. Um, but if you guys enjoy this mini episode, I am definitely open to doing a little bit more of them, just like some bite-sized episodes. So today I'm going to be talking about Halloween and kind of reflecting on what just happened because it just happened this past weekend. So talking about that, um, talking about, you know, Halloween in this new age of us being like in a pandemic, because I know that Halloween looked so different this year, like totally different with All Things Considered with like COVID and things like that so I know that on top of just like the regular things you would have to worry about on Halloween like you have to think about a lot more and I know like on social media like I saw like a split consensus of like what people were doing like I saw some people were like Halloween's pretty much canceled like no not really doing it not my thing this year and then there were some people that still felt like they were adamant about doing it which I am that's like a personal choice so I'm like if you feel comfortable doing that then like that's on you but in my book I thought like Halloween and all that other type of stuff is pretty much canceled because of COVID and everything like there's just more things that are more important Um, but I understand like some people wanted to have some sense of normalcy for their children but like I don't know I don't know obviously it's a choice that you and your family have to make um, but I wanted to be able to do this episode to kind of like reflect on Halloween that just passed and just talk about like some tips like going forward or like what to think about uh, when you are participating in like Halloween fall activities when you have allergies in general so whether that's like food allergies or skin allergies some things to just keep in mind because I know Halloween is something that a lot of people you know celebrate whether it's a parent with their child and the whole trick-or-treating type of thing or whether it's you know a young adult or an adult that just like does Halloween on that type of way so I know that I don't personally celebrate Halloween so hopefully you guys find this episode to be a little bit helpful like I said this is going to be like a mini-year episode I'm not going to really go into all of my like normal segments and stuff this is kind of just going to be like information me talking sharing my thoughts and tips But yeah, one thing that I'll say that... I noticed when it was Halloween well first of all when it was Halloween I actually forgot that it was Halloween because it didn't feel like Halloween it just felt like a regular Saturday. So I only remembered because I think that I went over my grandparents house and they had brought it up and I was like oh my goodness it is Halloween oh my goodness like you just don't really see that many like advertisements about it like normally you would see like so many different like party city commercials or like costumes costume store commercials like that like it would just be in your face a lot more and so that kind of goes back to how you know the consensus I guess was that because of COVID and everything which I totally understand that Halloween was pretty much canceled and therefore there wasn't really that much advertisements. And so that really led me to want to see like if any of like the haunted houses and stuff like that were like still open or if they like closed and like kind of like how that impacted them because Halloween is pretty much a business like so many different companies and stuff make so much money off of it. So I like did some digging and I was like, oh my goodness, like some of these haunted houses and stuff like they're still open. They're just not like advertising it. I guess to not have to deal with like stuff from like the public and people like criticizing like why they're still open and stuff which I mean I don't really understand why they're still open but I'm also the same person that doesn't really believe in paying to get scared because I just don't like scary things like that but it was just interesting to see kind of like how Halloween played out and kind of seeing it just be very 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 low-key like we didn't have any trick-or-treaters come I don't really know anyone who had any trick-or-treaters come by so it was like pretty chill this year which was very nice in a way because just hearing like your doorbell ring like 50 million times throughout the night is kind of like annoying um and then like having to stress about like getting things or whether or not you want to even have your house participate or like decorating your house like even though I saw like some houses still like decorate their house even though they didn't like participate in like doing the whole like trick-or-treating type of thing so there are some people that like some houses that I saw that were like still like quote-unquote festive but like see like people like with costumes and stuff on I didn't really see that much of it so like I said this episode I'm just gonna be talking about how to be able to safely navigate Halloween whether you have food allergies or skin allergies because I know one thing that people tend to stress a lot about when it comes to Halloween is the food allergy side of it. And that's very important. A lot of people have food allergies and they struggle with it. And we've talked about that on so many different episodes on the podcast from the anxiety part of it, from the stress part of it, from all the different things that you have to think about when you receive things from people. But some stuff that people tend to not really think about is the skin allergy side of it. And different things and different allergens that you could be coming across with, you know, the territory of Halloween from things that your skin comes into contact with, like nickel, you know, nickel, that's an allergen that really just sneaks its way into so many different costumes. So whether it's a zipper or whether it's earrings or belts or buttons or even something like a fake sword that can go with so many different types of costumes, whether you're trying to be like Thor or whether you're trying to be like a pirate or something like that. And being exposed to nickel, it can cause a reaction for some people, which we've talked about. is called contact dermatitis. Um, I've talked about skin allergies on the podcast before, but I think when it comes to Halloween, that's just something that you don't really think about. And for the case of nickel, when someone comes in contact with something like uh, poison ivy, that can cause uh, something similar with nickel. It can cause like hives and so just make sure that there's a layer of clothing between you and the nickel or just make sure that just to be safe, just get rid of any accessories that have nickel in them and then just exchange them for something that is a more allergen friendly material for you in like your skin or like for your kids. Kids' skin. Um, Another thing that people don't really think about is like the makeup that comes with Halloween. So makeup in general, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, talking about being allergic to beauty products and makeup and stuff like that. But Halloween makeup, like face paint, fake blood, a lot of that stuff is usually made with lower quality ingredients. So making sure that when you are picking up Halloween makeup, that you are reading the labels carefully, like two times, three times, four times just to be sure and that you're testing the products on just a small area of your skin before putting it on your face and if you just want to be safer than sorry obviously buy higher quality items if you can but just that's so something to think about is Halloween makeup and whether or not that could cause some sort of a rash or contact dermatitis or something like that. Um, another uh, thing is latex mask, and I did a whole episode on what is latex, latex allergies, that type of thing. But latex, it just it's literally in so many different parts of Halloween costumes. Like I said, it could be mask, it could be in accessories like wands or hands or like little like mouse ears or cat ears. There could be latex costumes. Like there's so many costumes I've seen where people just wear latex. So, just making sure that when you are going shopping for costumes and stuff that you are looking for costumes that are latex free. And again, 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 something that I'm just going to talk about in just this whole little mini episode altogether is the importance of reading labels people. You have to read the label because if you don't read the label, you could potentially be put in your at risk to being exposed to your allergens Um, another thing that people don't really tend to think about and I didn't really think about it until I saw this and I was like well I can I can see why and that's hidden dust mites so if you go and like purchase things in advance when it comes to Halloween costumes and stuff make sure that before the day of Halloween that you're just washing your costumes in hot water just to make sure that you're killing off any hidden mites that might have collected if you like to pre-buy your costumes to be able to get them for you know like a discount or something like that just make sure that you do that type of thing before uh wearing your costume or putting your kid in your costume just so that you don't start some sort of an allergic reaction just from a dust because i know i'm personally allergic to dust and it really gets to me it makes me sneeze really badly it makes my skin itch so definitely making sure that you do that before you wear it another thing speaking of that is like irritating fabrics so if you you are putting on a costume that might be lower quality with lower quality like fabric and stuff a lot of itching and scratching is bound to happen so making sure that for people who have eczema or have a lot of skin allergy problems that you are looking for costumes that are made from cotton instead of from some sort of like synthetic type of material so just keeping those types of things in mind but yeah that's like the whole like skin allergy thing like I said that's something that you know unless you personally are dealing with those types of allergies then you don't really tend to think about them and that most people tend to think about the food allergy side but I wanted to bring light to some of the skin allergy sides part of it as well. Now for the big thing the food allergy side of it. So Halloween I mean when you tend to think of Halloween you think of food allergies because there's so many common allergens that are found in so many different Halloween treats, whether it's peanuts, whether it's tree nuts, whether it's milk, whether it's eggs, just the list could go on and on on like how many allergens could be found in so many different Halloween treats from like candies to cookies, just so many. And it can cause so many different types of reactions. It could cause a rash. It could cause itchy skin. It could cause a stuffy or itchy nose or stomach cramps, or even worse, something like anaphylaxis. If you have a life-threatening, Severe food allergies. So, when you're navigating Halloween, that's definitely something to think about. So, making sure that you are reading all the labels on your candy, or if you are a parent, reading all the labels on your child's candy just carefully and being clear with your kids that they should not be eating anything unless they ask you first, just to be on the safer side of things. I know that saved me so many times when I was younger even though I don't really celebrate Halloween that much but just in general like if I would be around an adult or something like that with my mom and they might give me a piece of candy making sure that it's okay with my mom and she checks the labels and make sure everything is okay and if there's not a label on it then obviously don't eat it but just making sure that you have an extra set of eyes to look at the labels and make sure you're not missing anything if you are like a teenager or a young adult or even an adult it's all always great to have like a second pair of eyes to catch things that you might not have caught because there's been situations for me where I thought I read something and that I almost ate it. But then if I didn't have a second pair of eyes look at it, then like I would have been putting my body and myself at risk for being exposed to my allergen. So that's just something to always always just to be thinking about. And also one thing I've been seeing so much on social media is the whole thing about the teal pumpkin project. So if you aren't familiar with like the whole idea of like a teal pumpkin, that's basically where you paint a pumpkin teal and then you put it out on your porch or Your walkway, or whatever, to just let other families know that are walking by your house that your household is food allergy friendly and they have food allergy friendly treats at your house. So it just makes it where you feel like you're like in a safe space because you see that teal pumpkin. But obviously, for something like that, since not everybody has the same food allergies, making sure that you are checking the labels, checking the labels for your kids to make sure that it's safe for them to eat. And then also, if you do like little pods, I know because Halloween. Halloween is definitely going to look so much different people are doing little like pods of like halloween like trick-or-treating where it's like you're not going through like a whole neighborhood you're like just going to like only like people that you might be like homeschooling with or something like that people that that you're around a lot that you trust and you like you know what they've been exposed to like if you have like candy swaps so that you can make sure that if you or your child got any type of candy that has any allergens in it that you're like getting them out of your possession um and then also to be able to supplement for that making like I don't know purchasing like toys or things that your kid could like trade their candy for that's like safe and fun for them so like they don't feel like they're missing out on anything or also Just to be super, super safe, is just don't go trick or treating because you're really just putting yourself at such a big risk because you just don't know. Because not only is it about the ingredients that are on the labels of these foods, but also there are candies and other different treats that are made in facilities that process food allergens like peanuts and tree nuts and milk and dairy and things like that. So that's also something that you definitely, definitely have to think about. And the last point that I want to make in this little mini episode is the importance of having a medical kit with you wherever you're going. So whether you know you are taking part in Halloween, fall activities, stuff like that, just making sure that you have it with you and make sure it has the stuff that you need. So whether that's auto-injectors, whether that's Benadryl, whether that is wipes to make sure that you're cleaning off surfaces or cleaning off um, your skin if it comes in contact with an allergen or something like that, just making sure that you have the necessary tools in your kit to help you navigate those different types of situations to prevent it from getting um, to an elevated place that you don't really want it to go to especially when you're out in public so definitely 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 even regardless of all the tips that i said and all that other type of stuff make sure you have stuff just in case something wants to pop off or something happens by accident you get exposed to your allergen it's better to just be safer than sorry but that wraps up this mini episode i hope you guys enjoyed this little mini episode and if you do then i might do a little bit more of mini episodes every now and then um follow all my allergies on instagram that's a really great hub for you guys to be able to figure out what we're up to. So if there's new episodes, if there's not gonna be any new episodes for a particular week or weeks, there's guests, uh, sneak peeks for episodes, like behind the scenes, just really cool, fun stuff. There's quotes on there, um, memes, just a lot of fun stuff to lift up your spirits. So to help you navigate life and thrive with your allergies and make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on your podcast platform of choice. Make sure that you rate and review the podcast because it really helps with growing our audience and being exposed to a lot more people. And I will talk with you all in the next episode. Bye, guys.